0: going on guys hey how's it going we're at motor city nightmares fucking throwing them back yeah we got some modello um uh, the shining is on in the background that's pretty cool yeah we've had a pretty prime location we can watch the shining i don't know what the fuck's gonna be on next Mm Hopefully it's like the chiller station or something, or... It's on Vice. I can see it from here. It's on Vice. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hopefully we can get another horror movie in after this, but, uh... Yeah, man, uh... I'm hoping this episode is gonna be, uh... Listenable. Yeah. It's a lot of noise. Yeah, it's loud in here, man. We don't have... We don't have screens for our mics. No. But, um... Yeah, man, I'm happy to be here. Uh... Fuck, man. We we got plenty of beer. This is awesome, man. Yeah, we got here a little late, so we kind of uh, aren't really catching anything. But, uh, I mean, let's convention had some people here. PJ yeah. so- I know that's how PJ Souls was here. Yeah, PJ Souls. i seen that. I actually can't remember all the... Uh, the all guests. The, all the guests, all the panels. Yeah, I don't know. I knew we weren't going to be able to make it till late, so I didn't even look up what the hell was going to be going on. True story. Um... The thing about Motor City Nightmares is they they usually have pretty good guests. Yeah, I guess why it's usually all right. They're still kind of tweaking the uh, tweaking the format. Yeah, a little bit. Um, but yeah, we're here and uh, I don't know. It looks like it, yeah, pretty good turnout for the most part. Um, I would imagine this lobby's going to get pretty full here in a minute. Yeah, uh, it used to anyway. Yeah, it used to. The fucking one time where uh, I don't even remember half of the night. Yeah, yeah. We uh, absence gummy bears, whatever the fuck they were. Everclear gummy bears. Yeah, Everclear gummy bears. Yeah, that was fun. I straight took candy from a stranger. Yeah, and was eating an entire bag of Everclear gummy bears, and woke up and they were melted in the inside of my pocket. <laughs> that was uh, a few years ago. I wasn't Lewis here. Yeah. Lewis was oh, here I They ended up doing on. The gas station run And came back with Like 40's and Mickey's Oh the unbreakable 40's And then we were drinking That horrible whiskey that Red velvet Black velvet black, black velvet Yeah Fuck me That night got fucking I don't even know That night got grim Yeah I, say I, I Don't remember most of it Yeah it was pretty rough uh, We were drinking malt liquor And drinking whiskey And Yeah that was rough And then we got a hotel room End up getting a hotel room. We had to drive. We had to drive to it because it wasn't close enough to walk. I mean, ended up having to stuff people into the trunk yeah. to get everybody who was going to the hotel room there. Yeah, literally. Yeah, that was crazy, man. <laughs> and then I and then I stayed up until like six o'clock in the morning with Lewis talking about wrestling and listening to Pfister. Yeah, wasn't, he, wasn't it was like you? You were in the bed. He was on the floor. All the lights were off, and you guys were just like bullshitting about wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talked about wrestling until like 6 in the morning and the only thing we had left to drink was the whiskey. <laughs> so we were doing shots of whiskey with water. Screw that, man. Yeah, that was pretty rough, but uh, that was a fun time. Uh, we're back here again. Uh, we didn't pay to get in or anything. We just kind of thought it would be a cool idea to you know, do a show at Motor City Nightmares. Honestly, we were getting hit too late because of work. Too, like, If we paid to get in to go to like the vendor rooms and Shit, it would have been a waste of money. I agree. Yeah, but um, so let's uh, let's let's. What have you been up to, man? Um, shit, uh, I went to that uh eel and bat show. Yeah, how was that? Eel dude? bat snafu and uh shroud. Yeah, that show was pissed, man. Yeah, left before. Uh, they ended up doing the which I like when bands. When I like when shows do this because it. it it helps the touring bands. They do like a local sandwich. Where yeah. It's like local band opens it, then the two touring bands and a local band closes it. Gotcha. So they did that and I got watched Shr- Shroud. Shroud killed it. Shroud's always a great band. And then um, Eel, and, Eel and Bat. I didn't know much about Bat other than it's the dude from Municipal Waste. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of fell off on those guys after... Art of Partying. Well, I'm gonna say after, but that was like to me that was the last one I listened to. But it's also in my least favorite of the ones I do listen to. That's crazy because that's my favorite album of theirs, dude. Waste them all. Hazardous Mutations. The two full, the two they did before that, and then plus the seven inch fucking uh, Tango and Thrash. Oh, Tango think, and Thrash rules. I think that was a split with Crucial Unit, if I'm remembering correctly. That stuff's fucking legit. Art of Partying got where there was a, there were good songs, but. They fucking started doing the whole chanting shit. And yeah. I, I couldn't dig it, man. Yeah, I feel you. You really heard a lot of Exodus in, in that one. Yeah, but see, I grew up on Exodus, so... You know Exodus is a band I, People give me shit for all the time I never got into them The way people did Well I'll tell you the, the, Those early Exodus records Were fucking Pinnacle in the thrash I know the vocals Are hard to get over I always consider them To be like The rush Of thrash metal <laughs> Like no one likes The vocals But the music Is so mind blowing See the thing is I don't mind the vocals It's the vocal patterns Oh gotcha Thresh. It's almost like they, they, He was dead set On the lyrics He wanted to use For a song But they didn't fit But it didn't inside. fit So he's rushing some of it yeah, Ooh, It's like gotcha. ugh yeah for for a guy who listens to like raw ass like punk who's like doesn't give a fuck about shit I'm really picky about other types of music right yeah yeah but Um, then yeah fucking uh so I mean uh, Bat's cool yeah I dig them they kinda just it's like a rock band with some fucking edge to it cool Last song they played, uh, I think it was, was called Beware of the Bat. Had a dude come out in a fucking straight up custom made like bat costume. <laughs> that was fucking legit. Oh, yeah. Um, Eel. That's honestly who I went to see was Eel. Yeah. Saw Eel a few years back in Pittsburgh, made the road trip out there. It was Chromosome from, uh, I want to say, Australia. And then Aspects of War from Boston. And then Eel from Pittsburgh. And that show, the, the Pittsburgh show, was fucking rowdy, dude. I left that show, and everybody, I always thought, like, everybody says how, like, oh, X amount, whatever fucking XYZ metal genre has, like, the most, like, violent shows. Dude, you go to the right punk shows, fucking there was, like, headbutts, fucking, like... I got thrown into the gear lined up on the side came back with like a fucking bruise possibly broken rib oh god (laughs) shit was just fucking rowdy at that show great show yeah saw them killed it again fucking great fucking they destroyed it and I know like most people with air came to see that. So they weren't really into, like, the punk. They weren't in the Shroud. They weren't in the fucking Eel. Yeah. But you could tell the people who 100% were there just for that. Right on. Uh, made yeah. for a killer show. Left before, like I said, left before uh, Snafu played. They closed it because uh, I had to work in the morning. Yeah, early, too. Yeah. Yeah. But um, What about you, man? Like, I mean, that's pretty much all I've been up to. Uh, work, other than that. Yeah, I've been doing the work thing, too. Oh, uh, actually, wait might be joining a band. Really? I got to ask to. It's not going to happen till the uh, end of the summer. Uh, Fulan Devi. I don't know if you've been to a show with me when they played. I don't think so. It's uh my buddy John, who's a photographer. You've probably seen a lot of his pho- photos floating around. Yeah. He takes a lot of shows at the precinct and stuff. Uh, Dave, who was the drummer for my band Grim Butchery. And then uh, Madison, who people might know, she's the vocalist for Clouderant. Oh, gotcha. Cool. This band is Dave on bass, Madison drums, or Dave on guitar, Madison drums, and then John on bass. John just graduated from uh, school, and he's going to be moving to Chicago. So they asked me when he moves to fill on bass. Oh, sweet. Which I'm fucking pissed. It's like a weird. They're like crust punk mixed with like psychedelic. And noise, oh, so wow. they do a lot of weird like noise shit. Cool. Yeah, I love it. Like and I was when, still When's the last time you played bass in a band? Um, I was supposed to play for Shit Life, but I got busy with school. Yeah, that happens. And then before that it was when uh, I did Hellgast <laughs> which was when I was like twenty. Wow. Yeah. But that's cool, man. That's good. I'm you stoked. Need to get behind a uh, stringed instrument again. Yeah, I know. Cause I'm supposed to do uh, I'm supposed to start Barabbas again with Austin. Right. But that just we our schedule. Something keeps coming up. Yeah. And then I'm actually the way it started is I'm supposed to start a rec- like recording only band with Dave, and I sent him all my riffs. And then he texts me back, and he was like, "Hey, F- by the way, do you play bass?" Oh, right on. I was like, "Yeah." He's like, all right, cool. He's like, I still want to do that thing. He's like, I'm just, I, I listen to him and I'm digging it. The, the riff you sent me. He's like, but I want to get things set up. He's gonna be moving. I'm like stoked. Yeah, fuck him. Dave, nobody? No, no. Uh, Dave, I uh, he, he used to, he played drums in Grim Butchery. My old Dave. Oh, Dave. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, Dave, nobody was at that eel show, yeah. Yeah, he showed up right before Bat played. Oh, gotcha. Okay, and he wanted to see Bat. Yeah, it's that's what we wanted to see. So we got there right in time. That's cool. Yeah, shout out to him. He's been uh, finding a lot of good tapes lately, dude. He's been killing it. Yeah, he's been murdering it out there, man. Uh, like straight up, he's he's driving to Chicago. He's there now. He was driving to Chicago. He He's like, yeah, I happened to see a sign for a flea market, so I called him and just asked him if it had tapes. And we did a U-turn and went back and grabbed him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's been on the on the prowl, man, trying to find uh gems in the wild, man. I kind of miss those days for myself. Dude, he's finding some killer tapes. He really is, man. He he's, really is. That one he found on the, the marketplace where the dude made him leave with, like, four suitcases full of, like, 80s porn. Yeah. I was almost just going to be like, give them to me. I'll take them. Yeah. Because I'll keep the ones that are factory sealed. I'll throw away the dubs. Yeah. I ran it by Ashley. I'm like, hey, I might have, like, four cases, cases of 80s porn coming. And she was like, alright. Yeah. <laughs> right on, dude. But, but I told uh, him, I'm like, dude, because he, he wants to, like... Stay long enough to catch the, that Acid Witch show. So he was talking about selling stuff, some of those tapes he found, right. to try to fund him staying here. Okay. I'm like, dude. I'm like, I don't know if people would be interested because it's '80s and that's kind of like the cutoff for people caring about adult movies, like yeah. collecting them. Right. I'm like, but hit up the the groups on Facebook. There's an adult VHS group. Yeah, true story. Try to sell the the factory ones. Yeah, the, the newest thing in my life is Spotify. So, oh <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. Yeah, I got turned on to Spotify, and I've been listening to that nonstop. So, that's pretty cool. And uh, a couple bands uh, that I found were uh, a band called Chained to the Bottom of the Ocean. Oh yeah. Fucking gnarly, man. Those guys are heavy as shit. Another band called Fjorn, F-O-R-N. Fuck yeah. Uh, They're really good. I posted them on Instagram not too long ago. But uh, a couple bands I wanted to mention was a a band that Jared showed me not too long ago called Old One. I forgot I sent you that. Yeah, man. Those guys are fucking awesome, and they have a killer bass player. Uh, Found them. Uh, And uh, their bass player is killer, like I said. And... It's like 70s Occult Doom, and then from there I found a band called The Grave, which I sent to Jared. I don't think he checked them out yet, but they're fucking awesome, man. They're like a 70s Occult Doom, too. I hate to sound cliche, but if you like Electric Wizard, you're going to like these bands. See, that became such like a bad word to say. It did. And I get it's overused. Everybody, whenever there's any type of Doom band, everybody always says Electric Wizard. Yeah. But... There's legit bands that You mentioned them just now Yeah That have a distinct That fucking same style And it sucks because Post Electric Wizard You want to start a band that sounds like that All of a sudden you're getting lumped in And almost overlooked Shit, it's gotten so bad to where bands that don't even remotely sound like Electric Wizard are getting. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. like, like a- you could just be any type of doom band that has fucking that's just not like harsh, fucking like crushing doom. Yeah, and really gives like the Electric Wizard like, yeah nod to it, and it's a hey, those bands don't deserve it because they don't sound like it. And I'd be pissed off if I was in a band that didn't sound like them. Yeah, getting lumped in with it. I know, but then B, if you're in a band that. The style that Electric Wizard does, you're basically at a point now. If you want, if you want to be in a band that does the exact style that Electric Wizard does, you're fucked. Yeah, because either people are gonna write you off as just ripping off Electric Wizard, and you're just gonna get overlooked. Yeah, true story. But there's legit bands out there doing it. Yeah, that's like, it, and it sucks for them. Yeah, I mean, props for them for just saying fuck it and keep doing it because I would do it too. Yeah, but I just I almost feel for them because you know they're like they're getting more people just writing them off as like an electric wizard clone yeah. than anything else. Yeah, true story. That's been going on for years, and it's unfortunate, like you said. But these are a couple bands that uh, you know they're worth a, you know a listen. The Grave and Old One, both bands, pretty cool. Um, I've also been jamming uh, Vermin Womb. Berman Moon is a death metal grindcore band featuring members of Primitive Man. Um, kind of a departure from Primitive Man. It's a little faster, a little more death metal. Uh, found them on Spotify. They're pretty fucking cool, man. Uh, reach back a little bit. Burning Witch. Yes. Fucking Burning Witch rules. They only made one album. <laughs> but uh, it's a good one. And um, got re kindled the fire with uh, Salem's Pot, man. They got a lot more music than I thought they had. Yeah, they've been steadily putting it out. Yeah, they're doing splits and all kinds of shit, man, in the past few years, but I remember when they first came out I was, like, really into them and shit. But they, they are another band that got the curse of the Electric Wizard, too, man. You know, like, oh yeah, everyone's like, oh, they sound like Electric Wizard, and it's like, eh, yeah. See, we've talked about this before, and it would be the same case if this happened. If another band were to come out that was doing what Acid Witch does, in the way Acid Witch does it, so many people would fucking... It'd be, there'd be people saying the same shit. But Acid Witch, Acid Witch hasn't reached the level, obviously, of Electric Wizard, but it'd be the same fucking thing. Like, you can't do that style without and, being compared. And be successful. Yeah. Because it's the successful bands that usually get the worst backlash. Mm-hmm. Well, if you make money as soon doing it... you start it, giving, gaining some notoriety Yeah, on it, that's, that's, that's when I'm people saying. are like, Oh, fuck this band. All they are are ripping off XYZ yeah. and whatever. Yeah. It's like, everything's been done before. Yeah, it sucks. But, uh... Yeah, fuck that shit. Uh, but uh, I did want to mention uh, Fister uh, released a new track. And Kenny uh, from Fister received our care package. Hope I hope he likes it, and I hope he hears this episode. Dude, I want to say, be- only because you and Morgan both brought this up. That shit was not rigged. That giveaway was not fucking rigged. <laughs> I, did, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. And I tell you what, even if it was, I'm happy that Kenny got our shit, man. Well, why would I rig it for somebody who said they would buy our stuff anyway? Yeah, true story. But, no, I put. I wrote down everybody who entered. I wrote down their names. And I put a number next to them for when they entered. Like when they like reposted our shit. So I numbered them in the order that they did it. Took the number that we had that entered, went to a random number generator, put in the max of for the number of the people that entered, and just hit the button. Bam! Pull out a number. It was Fister. Oh wow! Well, wow, that's fucking rad, dude. I was like, people are gonna. I actually thought I was like, people are gonna think we just gave this to him because we talk about them all the time. And I just didn't think anything else of it. And so you and Morgan came over and you were like, hey, so did you just like give that to them? I'm like, no. He's like, oh, Morgan brought that up. I'm Like, no. It's like, no. It was a legit. Legit giveaway. Legit. Random number. I was going to do names out of a hat, but I was just lazy. Yeah. (laughs) So I just found a website that did a random number generator. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, I'm really glad that he won it. And I hope he likes the shit that we y'all you know, sent him. seems stoked on, he sent us a message. Yeah, he did. Um, but they have a new tra- uh, track called "I Am Kuru," and it's fucking really good, man. So that's that's the third track that's going to be on the new album, No Spirit Within. Oh, Comes yeah. out uh, May 25th. Comes out in May. I don't know if it's the 25th. I know that's Dope Throne' their new album comes out May 25th, but uh, Stoked on the new Fister, as always, and uh, I definitely wanted to bring up that since I, g- I got spotify i've been listening to a lot of old school death metal i got caught in this weird portal yeah of old deicide old autopsy old fucking you know cannibal corpse and uh yeah, i've been listening to a lot of death metal like old like late 80s early 90s death metal like florida death metal yeah florida death metal and new york death metal you know what I mean Uh, obviously Mortician memes aside Uh, (laughs) but uh, yeah I've been listening to a lot of fucking old Deicide uh, namely their Legion album and uh, you know Autopsy and bands like that Um, and the last band I wanted to mention was uh, Beastmaker oh yeah yeah Yeah, I showed you those guys, uh, we never got around to, we've seen them floating around. Mm -hmm. Like, Branca Studio always has, they do a lot of art for them. Yeah, art, and they're cool. They're a pretty sweet, pretty sweet band, uh, kind of like a nod to 70s yeah i would say doom but they got some like rock and roll elements to them too yeah pretty cool and uh shout out to frights templar for uh mentioning uh, in the inbox this band called gristom from new orleans it's like, like a mix of uh grind and hardcore uh thanks for that so that's it man that's what i've been uh listening to man i've basically been listening to one band really yes gloom 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 fucking straight up from Japan 90s band um crasher crust just fucking like noisy fucking aggressive fucking crust um they have how many releases they have not many. I'll put it that way. Like okay. One, two, three, four. I think I can count six in my head, and I think I might have one more, maybe. Good luck finding them at a decent price. Yeah, like, I wouldn't they're that, they're that type of band. Um, they're just fucking great. You know, it's you know, like I like Doom. I show you Doom mans that I dig. Yeah, but you know my fucking my love. Is just raw fucking punk, man. It is, I know, and I love it, dude. It's it, that's where we contrast. Yeah. I love it, and then you show me some of those bands, and I fucking love them, dude. We're usually kind of pretty tipsy. You've dug Isterismo. Yeah, they're fucking amazing, yeah. and I always forget their name, but yeah, they're 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 killer, and um, uh, like uh, fucking what band am I thinking? Splatter punks on acid, dude. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, black uniforms, black uniforms, fucking that was another one that I was like, holy shit, just blew me away, man. <laughs> that's like. Uh, uh, I think that was kind of uh, where me and Johnny started talking it was like black uniforms yeah, he, he saw them. me post a picture of it and it was like before we really started talking he's like who the fuck is this guy <laughs> yeah yeah, he loves black uniforms, man. They're fucking, they're great, dude. So, I'm not, just to let our listeners know, I'm not like 100% just doom and shit, man. I like, you know, I'm into like death metal thrash, all that shit. And Jared shows me these punk bands that just blow my fucking mind. Well, that's kind of like we got going on here. Like, your side is like, you're like, majority doom is what you talk about. Right. And I, majority, will bring up punk bands. Yeah. I yeah. feel like uh, our listeners more so lean towards checking out your bands than my bands. Uh. Eh. but I mean, it's a, it's a, I, it's a choir taste. Like you either at this point you either like dig just raw, like noisy fucking punk, or you don't. It's not really. It seems to be one of those genres you don't just happen to like stumble into. No, you have some like something that led you into it that's like a predecessor to almost true story so yeah. be it thrash be it yeah. you know cause that leads into that then so there's the crossover bands too that's how I got into uh, like punk and stuff was everybody like 13, 14 you kinda get into like whatever and I think around our age it was like new metal bands yeah. So like I think I had to talk about, like, Cold Chamber, for like, 13 years old. <laughs> yeah. And then I, like, found punk, and then I wanted to find punk bands that were just faster and just more, like, chaotic. Yeah. And that's kind of when I got into, like, uh, fucking Hell Nation from Kentucky, and, like, bands like that, that's when I found, like, Japanese thrash, like, Fuck on the Beach, and uh, Real Reggae and stuff like that, and that just kind of led me on this fucking... That that was like Bands that were faster And then I needed bands That were just more like Noisy and chaotic And that's when I got Started getting into like Crust And I just went down This fucking rabbit hole Of like Bands And then I found like Japanese Crust And I fell in love And haven't left since Yeah, yeah. Cause like Japanese Crust bands And like punk bands Hey they're like Top tier Almost every single One of them Yeah I, I just love the Raw production And just the Fucking aggressiveness Dude Yeah and the fucking base I, I've noticed that these bands that you're showing me, their bass player, that it sounds like a fucking explosion went that off. is Turismo record I showed you. Yeah, that's holy the one. Shit, that, I talk about that a lot. That is Turismo record, and I can't remember the name of it. It's the one they brought, I think, when they played uh, Chaos and Tejo. Like, uh, uh, I'm gonna say five years, but I'm probably off because my like, time management's horrible. <laughs> my time <laughs> perception's horrible. Yeah. But dude, yeah, the bass on that fucking record is a bomb blast. It is. It's amazing yeah and, and it's played so fast mm-hmm. you know what i mean like he's playing punk riffs on a bass dude that that are just lightning speed man it's it's great i love it i'm a bass player at heart and fucking to be able to play that fast with that kind of distortion and make it like you know audible <laughs> yeah and you know to say the least is fucking pretty it's pretty amazing man yeah i could just imagine seeing like some of those bands live you know oh my god yeah I missed fucking those bands came through uh Miss have come through I missed them obviously they're not in their a band anymore and like every other like bigger band that from Japan that's come through always sits either west coast or east coast so it's like you either have to drive I think the closest they ever came was like Pittsburgh I missed them does Pittsburgh have like a punk scene oh yeah because they, it just seems to me like there's always punk shows in Pittsburgh. Uh, Jimmy or James, I don't know exactly what he goes by, from uh, Eel. Uh, they're from Pittsburgh, and he's like basically has his fucking hand on the pulse of everything. Okay. So, from Pittsburgh aspect, he's the one to talk to. Right on. But I know a lot of those tours were set up by. Uh, I want to say most of them were from Jake, from uh, uh, Aspects of War. He brought in over a Contrast Attitude. He brought over Akka. Uh, he brought over Zynos, which son of a bitch fucking Zynos. Do you like some of the noise stuff, I've, noisier stuff I've played? I should show you Zynos. Okay. Because they're amazing. Right on. But every, every like, bigger Japanese band, I think he had a hand in. Gotcha. Or they go West Coast. Okay. So it's like, fuck. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I always try like whenever I hear about a band coming over, I always say like dude I could I could help you get a Detroit show. Because I know enough of the like either I could set it up in the precinct or hand it off to somebody who has more experience doing that. Right. And get it set up easy, but they're always like, Oh no, we're doing like East Coast or oh we're doing West Coast. Like fuck off man. I know. <laughs> like we're, I get we're it. in the Midwest just losing out. Yeah, it's like I get it though. Like when you go to a new country you're kind of go where it's gonna be more profitable and make more sense. And yeah. coming to Detroit is kind of an offshoot if you're doing East Coast. It's kind of too far in. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, Well, yeah, that's true. New York and L.A., they always get the good shows, too. And Chicago. Philly. Philly, yeah. (laughs) Philly. (laughs) Philly gets everything, like, in the the realm of punk and metal. Yeah. Yeah, because there are some bands that just never tour that play Philly. With bands that don't tour. So you get, like, this amazing show, and you're like, man, it'd be nice to fucking go to Philly and see this show, you know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, I've told you. I've been telling you for the past few years. If I move, I'm moving to Philly. Yeah. For one reason or another, I'm moving to Philly. Yeah. I know, I I totally feel you. And uh, I support you 100% on that, so... Oh, I know you do. Yeah, I do. (laughs) We've had these conversations. Um, Many of them... Um in depth yes uh but yeah man um what have you been watching man anything uh i've been kind of just throwing in um tales from the crypt oh cool all right sweet are are you doing VHS or are you doing DVD I actually don't own any of the VHS of those. I only own—I don't own every. Uh, I own all the seasons on DVD, but I don't own any of the VHS. I got a few with just three episodes on tape. Yeah, yeah. I got a couple of those. I throw them in every once in a while, but that's cool, man, because I love that fucking show, man. Yeah, it brings back like a nostalgic feeling. That intro 100% does. Yeah, it does. I remember watching it as a kid on HBO. Yeah. And Late I remember night. it being, a, it, it freaked me out. Yeah. It was creepy. Sometimes I'd switch the channel and come back after it. Yeah. I was like a little kid, so it's understandable. Right. But then you get to the point where you actually watch it and you're like, this is fucking awesome. No. Couple of those episodes stand out to me too. Yeah, yeah. Just in my, they're burned in my memory. The one that always stands out to me from when I was younger was uh, the episode where they had the pledges for the fraternity, and they had to go through the house as like their last ritual thing, and like work their way up to the attic and like flash the light or whatever, and like, shit starts going crazy. I don't know if you remember that one No I don't That's like the one I remember the most I think it's like season like 6 Which was like 2 seasons before I think it ended I think it ended in 7 So oh, the second to last season late, it, late 90s Yeah it was like the later ones But that, that's the one that stuck out in my head the most Gotcha The one that sticks out in my head the most Is the uh, magician mm. That was obsessed with uh is the one where he's burying himself? Yeah yeah but he's got 9 lives Yeah Yeah Somehow he crossed with a cat Who plays him? Is it Billy Zane? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I know that episode. Think so. And uh, <laughs> I think it's the same season. I think it's seven, season six. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he uses he, oh Houdini. He was obsessed with Houdini, in his final thing I think he wanted to do a Houdini style death. Yeah. But someone murdered him, and he didn't count that he as one of his. He miscounted his fucking lives. <laughs> yeah. so he like buried himself so, alive. Yeah, he gets buried, and then like everybody leaves, and that's when it trick it clicks in his head, and he's like. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. So now he's dead for real? Yeah. Yeah. That one that one was so killer, dude. I loved it. Um, but fucking Tales from the Crypt, man. Yeah, there's really not a bad episode. They're all good. Yeah, dude. I dig it. You know, they all got something about them that are, that are really good. So that's cool you've been watching that, man. Yeah, I'm going to catch up on that. Uh, what did I watch it last night? I put it on because I just couldn't sleep. Um... I can't remember. T uh, TCM was showing, like, cause every once in a while they'll show, like, some actual, like, 70s, 80s horror films. Yeah. I can't remember what the fuck they showed. When I was watching that, it was, like, towards the end, but it was a pretty good movie. Can't wish I can remember the name of it. blanket blanking on the name. And then after that was Killer Clowns. Killer Clowns? Yeah. I watched that recently, too. Every time I hear that intro, I need to, I, it reminds me, I need to pick up the fucking, try to find the Dickies vinyl. Because they did all the fucking... Uh, soundtrack for it oh yeah that shit's expensive like that yeah it goes for a fucking hefty mount yeah fucking uh... yeah man uh, I've been wa- I watched Bloodsport yesterday fuck yeah dude I mean you always gotta throw it in once in a while you know what I mean always I always throw in Bloodsport throw in Roadhouse and I throw in Over the Top those are like the three most dune out movies that you can possibly find, <laughs> but they're fucking great, man. I like talking to people at work. Like on Saturdays, uh, there's like a small group as I work Saturdays, and we always get in a group chat, and um, I'll I'll bring up. I've done it before. Brought up over the top. And people were like, well, what the fuck's that movie? And I'll send like a trailer to IMDb. And they're like, that just seems ridiculous. Like, that's just whatever. I'm like, no, that movie's fucking amazing. Yeah, it is. I'm like, there's nothing bad about this movie. No. I'm like, Kenny Loggins? Shut the fuck up. Fucking, uh, what's his name with the other song? Sammy Hagar. Yeah, the Sammy Hagar song? Yeah. And the music video to it was fucking rad, too. <laughs> yeah? He's like, yeah, have you ever seen the I have video? not seen the Sammy Hagar music video. The very beginning, Bull Hurley wakes him up. He's sleeping. He's like, wake up, you little surfer punk. I'm going to crush you <laughs> and he wakes up and he starts playing the guitar lick for it man it's pretty cool fucking um, bull hurley r.i.p yeah. yeah yeah yeah, but uh yeah that's cool those three movies rule I threw in blood sport um let's see what else have I watched uh obviously the one that we're going to talk about later uh oh home sweet home Oh, I thought I saw Morgan post a picture of that. <laughs> we watched that the other night. I <laughs> can roll forever! <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we both agreed that that guy's a dick. <laughs> the guitar playing mime? Yeah, she's like. It just seems like everything he plays comes from, like, a CD from the 90s of a tutorial of how to play guitar. <laughs> like, everything he plays is, like, this generic solo kind of thing. Generic, like, scale solos. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is, dude. And then uh, the, my favorite part of that whole, like, mind thing is when the dude's chasing him around the table, and every time he takes a step, he goes, <laughs> yeah! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> 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 Like, dude. Killer man. Honestly, that would be an awesome Halloween costume. Yeah, especially if like Precinct does like the Halloween bashes again, which I think they will. Just get a fucking like battery operated amp, paint your face and bring a guitar and just fucking play some licks. (laughs) There'd be a handful of people who got it. Yeah. That was like the time that we were at the precinct, dude, and fucking, I can't remember what band was playing, but you're like, like, well, we got one more song. You're like, play the song from Fatal Games, man. (laughs) Who the fuck was playing? I think it was Lieutenant Dan. No, because I said it because they knew horror. Couple Skate. Couple Skate. Those couples games. okay. Yeah. <laughs> we got one more for you. Like, play played the song from Fatal Games. You see, like Kyle look over. <laughs> I, my head like whipped around, dude. I was like, "Who said that?" And it was you because I was standing up by the stage. You were in the back. <laughs> I lost it, dude. Too good. But um, I don't know. I uh, that's about it. I, maybe I've been watching more. I don't know. I always forget what I fucking throw in. Yeah, me too, man. Let's see. uh, Don't go in the woods. Oh yeah, it's It's been been a while since I watched that. Yeah. Uh, Let's see what else. Uh, April Fool's Day. Yeah, you know, just nothing too crazy. Just kind of doing the uh, VHS thing. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, A little update. Shining ended. It is now Black Swan. Black Swan. Never seen it. You ever seen? Oh, it's actually pretty good. Is it? Damn. Newer movie? Yep, newer movie. Um, who the fuck's in it? Um, chick from. Chick who's married to Ashton Kusher. She was in that 70s show. Mila Kunis. There it is. She's in it. Some other chick that I can't remember her name's in it. It's like a ballerina movie. Oh, gotcha. Horror, cool. horror movie? Uh, I want to say. Thriller? Like, I want to say like straight horror, but yeah, like more of a thriller. Oh, gotcha. More of a dark edge to it. Yeah, because I did not care for American Psycho 2. Well, yeah. That was not good. That's like uh, Donnie Darko 2. Oh, that's like why? fucking even worse. <laughs> fucking why? I, I would rather watch American Psycho 2 than Donnie Darko 2. Probably, yeah. Just to I'd say, actually, yeah. yeah I probably would too. <laughs> but, um, but it's one of those things, like, why would you make those sequels? Yeah, what's <laughs> the point? I, I don't get it, man. Um, other than that... Um, I've been slanging windows Slanging Slanging windows And siding It's tax time People are buying all kinds of shit It's pretty cool More money in my pocket Fuck I'll yeah take man it. But I really do hope that Dave Nobody makes it here for Acid Mitch. I want him to. And this guy, for some reason, is hell-bent on getting fucking faded with me, man. <laughs> he brings it up more times than Yes, not. he does. Every time he talks about us hanging out, like him coming and just hanging out, he's like, but I gotta get, like, really fucked up with Steve. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. And lately I've been trying to, like, you know, chime in on the group chat. Yeah, you ignore that group chat a lot. I do, but I'm usually at work or I'm at home on edibles or something, man, so I'm just kinda hanging out. But I I'm trying to like cause Dave is a solid dude, man, and I'm I'm stoked that he's finding all these tapes, man. Like that's really cool. I remember when I was hunting like that, man, you know, you find some gems in the wild and it's fun, great, you know. I got burnt out in my local places because there's never anything. Yeah, me too. It's cool to do like road trips though. Yeah. Oh, but he's talking about uh, when he comes up. He wants to try bringing uh, Teflon with him. Yeah, that's what he was saying. If Teflon Dave will come up. That'd be a goddamn party of a weekend. If you can find the front door, you lose. <laughs> that's how wasted we're gonna be. that would be good times, dude. Yeah. Fucking last time, uh, last time Teflon Dave came up, it was like up until four in the morning, and he was like playing like uh, who the fuck. I mean he was playing like Ramones He's all about Ramones Yeah But what the fuck was the R&B song Oh the Montel, Montel Jordan Jordan Yeah <laughs> Yeah He was all about that song Mm-hmm. I was like What the fuck's going on man and he's like This song's really good man It's really good like, Dude me and him were up to like 4 And it's to the point where, Like I started like nodding out And I'm like well, it makes sense He's like an hour behind us So he's like 4 AM our time he's, It's like 3 AM for him Yeah yeah, he, he can put him back. I like that guy. He's a solid dude. Yeah, both of them are. Oh, yeah. Both Daves. All the Daves in our lives are pretty solid guys. Honestly, yeah. actually, yeah. I would agree. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, let's get into it, man. Uh, this episode... We're going to be talking about Death Spa. Yes. Came out in 1989. Yep. Alternate title of uh, Witch Bitch. Witch Bitch. Yeah. That was uh, the European title, German title. Gotcha. Like think the European title. Um, starring Ken Foray. Ken Foray is in this fucking movie. Yes. Makes it to the end. Yes. Um, this movie, pretty good, man. Um, I actually recently brushed up on it. Uh, some, you know, I watched it on Blu-ray, so the transfer was really good. See, I got it on my VHS, and the tracking is fucked. Oh, is it? So I've watched it with a shit ton of lines through it. Oh, gotcha, yeah. <laughs> well, that's where we're going to differ on this, because it's crystal clear on the Blu-ray, man. Yeah, it was I a ne- nice transfer. I need to uh, upgrade my VHS, get a new one. Or I guess I could probably just upgrade to something other than VHS. Yeah, just get a DVD or a Blu-ray or something. Um, but yeah, this movie's uh, it's pretty good. Um, it's dude, it's 80s as shit. It's 80s as fuck for being 90s as fuck. Yeah. But it, it's basically taking what everybody looks like at against stereotypical 80s, and it's that. Which I think a lot of the times when people look at it as stereotypical 80s is early 90s. Yeah. Because that's where it became, like, the the bright day glow fucking colors and shit. Yeah. But late 80s is when, obviously, the workout craze started happening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the outfits in this movie, they just scream, like, 80s, early 90s. Everything has, like, that, uh... That neon light glow to it, like yeah, it the does. orange glow. Yeah, yeah, it does. I love the look of it. Yeah, me too. It's uh, the colors and like the way it's shot and everything. And the yeah, it's good, man. Um, But yeah, there's some good kills in it, and uh, the way it kicks off is pretty cool. Yeah, that beginning scene? Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine if it was so hot your eyes got fucked up? That's like... I was thinking about that. I'm like, man, that's, that's just crazy. Like... You're in a sauna and it's so hot that your eyes basically boil. Well, it was, uh, I want to say it was chlorine. Wasn't it chlorine in that one? I uh, it might have been. I think they taught, I think it, it gets mentioned like, you're the one who put the chlorine in the fucking sauna. Yeah, someone put chlorine in it and yeah. fucked up their, uh, her eyes. Which happens, uh, in like another spot where, uh, the. The sprinkler system comes on and it's like chlorine water. It's like in the shower or something. Oh gotcha. And then one chick so there's a scene in the movie where like somebody comes out into the basement and there's that chick who's all fucking like face is all burnt off. Oh yeah 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 yeah. It's like chlorine in the fucking like water system or some shit. Yeah. Everyone thinks it's homeboy. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's like a whiz with computers and he runs the whole thing. Yeah, one of the best. Okay, there's like a couple solid lines in this movie. Yeah, one of them it has to do with the computer system. Last I checked, computers don't con, computers don't control the shower tiles. Yeah, because <laughs> the shower tiles came fly flying off. Flying off, yeah. The computers don't control the shower tiles. Yeah. And then there's the line where fucking like. Some like Meathead dude's working out Some chick comes up to him And he like Turns her way He's like You're VHS And I'm beta Oh dude, dude Me and Morgan yeah. lost it <laughs> That fucking line dude <laughs> As soon as he said that dude My jaw dropped And she was like Oh burn dude oh, Well it's like- funny as he says I'm beta You're VHS but Beta fucking died Yeah Which I mean I guess could be a little bit Of foreshadowing Cause that fucking dude dies Like 15 minutes later Yeah <laughs> Yeah it could be but, uh, yeah, fucking, for sure, I've your VHS. Last time I checked, computers don't control shower tiles. Yeah. It's great, man. So, okay, so this movie has, the, the, the basic premise is this dude owns a fucking health club, health spa, and, um shit starts going off they think it's like you said they think it's the guy running the computer system but what adds to it which I kind of wanted to touch on a little bit is there's so many fucking like these plots that they have in this could be broken into like three different movies and be a full fucking plot so what is it they got um um dude runs a spa maybe haunted by his dead wife so that could be a plot and then there's also the his vengeful brother-in-law runs the sophisticated computer system that might also be killing people so you could have that be basically what you're saying is that that dude's killing people that could be another fucking plot yeah and then um Michael's business partner is conspiring to steal the spa slash frame Michael for murdering the aforementioned uh murdering the people yeah true story and there's also the... There's, like, that huge Mardi Gras party at the spa, and people keep dying. You could break this movie into four different fucking movies. <laughs> right, yeah, it's true story. They just put, like, everything plot-wise into this fucking film. It's, they, it's like, they're just like, you know what, instead of cutting some stuff out, let's just fucking... Bet. Because you don't really realize the dude's trying to, like, frame him and steal the... Uh, the business, except for there's, like, one scene. Where he shows up, and there's the chick there, and the guy, and he kind of brings it up. And she's, he's like, you're trying to frame me, and then you're going to get my business. You're going to buy my, uh, my portion of it for dirt cheap. And they're yeah. just like, yeah. <laughs> and then that was all you've heard of it after that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this, uh, I was going to say... Uh the one of the cooler parts of this movie um, was the the body in the locker. Oh, when the chick, the blind chick, she couldn't see. Yeah. There's like a straight up, uh, fucking body in the locker, dead chick in her locker. Yeah. I uh, I dug that. It's pretty cool. And uh, who's the uh, clown that like wears the bright colored shirts? That's always working out. Oh yeah. Yeah, that guy kills me. <laughs> He's fucking funny as hell, dude. Is that the what uh the out of shape guy? Yeah, the out of shape guy. Yeah. Fucking doing everything all fucking like janky. Yeah. It's not like the rolling machine. It's all way. Like. Yeah. Dude, um. okay, let's talk about. Um, first off, the cops, the two like detectives. Yeah. The chick. Do you know what else she's in? No. Her name's uh Rosalind Cash. She's a fucking uh, and this is where I've recognized her from, Tales from the Hood. Really? If you, I've spent a long time since I've seen it. There's the segment where um, it's like a gang member gets like arrested. Yeah. And like she like does this like um, oh. uh, experiment on him and ends up like putting him in a cell like yeah. next to a uh, like a white supremacist dude and it's like oh. fucked up visions and shit. She's the doctor. Oh, okay. Okay. Gotcha. And then the other detective's always eating. Yeah, that other detective's always eating. Let's talk about his death for a minute. Let's just. Let's do that right now. His fucking death? First off, he's like at the party. It's a Mardi Gras party. And he's like trying to flirt with the bartender. And her hand gets like sucked into a blender. Blender? Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? It's unplugged. What's going on? And like tries to pull her hand out of the blender. The freezer door opens. And he gets sucked into the fucking freezer. Yeah. Like like I said, this movie's all over the fucking map, I think. They it didn't is. 100% know exactly what type of movie they wanted to make. Yeah. So he gets sucked into the freezer, then while he's in there, shit comes out to like... There's like Barracuda, frozen full Barracuda... <laughs> sort of flopping around and then just like shoot at his neck (laughs) like just like chew his neck and he gets killed by a frozen barracuda after getting sucked in to uh, the freezer by like some paranormal force yeah (laughs) fucking killer dude that's one of the better deaths in the movie that death is fucking phenomenal that and the, uh, the the dude that's doing the butterfly oh yeah and it fucking twists him and his fucking ribs pop his ribs pop dude it's killer um, but yeah, overall I like this movie. Uh, it's not one that I've popped in a lot in in my time. I haven't really watched it a whole lot, you know what I mean? Just recently. Yeah, I've seen it, uh, it's actually been a while since I've watched this movie. Yeah. Yeah, you might need to upgrade to like a Blu-ray. Yeah, because last time I checked, my VHS was not shit. <laughs> my VHS is now shit. Yeah. That sucks, man. But, but yeah, what uh, else? Like fucking uh. So there's that scene. I mean, as you guys always expect, a uh, an '80s workout movie. There's obviously a shower scene, bunch of naked chicks. All those chicks came from a fucking uh porn casting call. Get out of here! Yeah. Are you serious? All the chicks in the shower scene. No shit. We're basically, like I wouldn't, I, I, wouldn't stretch it to say porn star, but definitely uh, like casting. They came from a casting studio for fucking porn. That's amazing, dude. Well, I mean, like, what is it? Uh, Slumber Party Massacre three. No, Sorority House Massacre Two. Yeah, the second one. Everybody in that fucking movie is uh, is in porn at one point in their time. Yeah, which is why like the whole cast. Which is why every girl in that movie has their own shower scene <laughs> individually. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and uh, you know Tom Savini swears up and down that uh, Maniac is all porn stars. All I believe f- it. Yeah. I don't know if he was getting it mixed up with like another movie, but he—I'm he, pretty sure he said something about Maniac being all porn stars. So you know, it fucking makes sense, man. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, if you if you wanted to make a movie and you want to make sure that the girls that you get want to get fucking naked and want are, and are willing to do the things that are in the script to do, why wouldn't you? Yeah, true story. Yeah, because they're probably uh already down for the cause so if I were to make if if I was going to make a like a slasher film, a legit just make a fucking slasher film and I wanted some like sleazy scenes in it, you better believe I would try casting those roles with girls who either are strippers or do porn. Because I know 100% they'd be willing to do it. Yeah. Yeah, true story. I would just really like fingers crossed they knew how to act at least a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Well, acting was never the strong point of slasher movies anyway, so... No, I mean, you just kind of got... It's like a coin toss, you just got to get lucky with it. Yeah. No pun intended. (laughs) But, uh... Oh, the other thing with this, um... There was, like, a full... A a complete fucking rewrite of the script. From what it originally was. Yeah. And I don't know exactly which rewrite it was, if it was in the very original one, or if it was, like, they did the rewrite and they decided to cut this aspect of it out there was supposed to be like a red herring in it which was gonna be a janitor that like lives in the basement a la um you know what fucking movie we're talking about janitor that lives in the basement dude lives yeah like I uh, what? we talked about this movie uh Janitor that lives in the basement. Yeah, he the the, the movie we talked about lives in the basement. I keep blanking on the name. Lives in the basement. He was in prison. Hide and hide and shriek. Hide and shriek. Hide and go shriek. Hide and go shriek. Okay. All of that. Yeah, the weird guy that lives yeah. in the. Okay. It was going to be a janitor who lives in the basement, and they were going to like it was going to make it out to be like he's the one he's the, the one it. killing, and it was going actually going to be in the ghost. Gotcha. But that was like an initial plot for it, and they got rid of that. just went a whole other way with it. Yeah. But like you said, this movie could have been like three different movies. Yeah, like you could seriously take all the shit that's going on and break this movie into three things. Yeah. Still some really good kill scenes in it, and um, even though it's kind of like all over the place. I dig it. Oh, yeah, dude, this movie's great. Yeah, the ending's pretty good, too. Um, You know, I dig, I dug the ending uh, pretty good. And, uh... Yeah, man. I just—I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to really touch on in this. It's not—it's pretty cut and clean. Uh, it really is. Like they—I know when they wanted to get this done, that they, what they—they had another movie they were doing first, which delayed it because they had to do that movie first. Yeah. But then when also delayed it was the original script. It was fucking horrible. Yeah. And the guy who ended up rewriting it even said, like, yeah, I put his... His name's listed as one of the writers. He's like, and that pretty much was a gift. (laughs) He's like, I completely rewrote this script. Oh, wow. He's like, I could have taken his name off and just put my name. (laughs) And then another lady chimed in and said, uh, I can't remember who it was, but I think it's a... she plays, like, one of the main girls. Said, like, yeah, well, we actually had somebody else come in and add some more rights to it. Like, did some more writing for it. But he didn't care about being attached to it, and we wanted to keep the writing kind of, like, fair. She's like, so we kind of took our names off of it because we helped, and we just kept his name off of it because he didn't care. Well, fucking, the more you know, right? Shit. Uh, but, yeah, turned out pretty good, man. Yeah. Uh, The final product, you know. Okay, out of the two, because there's in the realm of workout 80s horror movies. Yeah. There's this, and there's Killer Workout which is a, yeah, a.k.a. aerobicide. Yeah. Which one would you prefer? Yeah. Killer Workout. Okay, same boat. Yeah. On the same fucking way. Yeah. That movie has something about it. It's like more straightforward slasher, yeah, and it it's more sleazy. Yeah. Sleazy as fuck. That movie's, yeah, it's that great. He's fucking sleazy. It's yeah. shit, dude. I dig it, man. But, uh, out of the two, I, I would choose uh, Killer Workout, for sure. Um, but I did like Death Spa. Um, I definitely recommend checking it out if you've never seen it. Oh, definitely. Um, um, if you can score a VHS copy of it, more power to you, but, you know, it is out on Blu-ray. Well, you can get a newer VHS, because, like, Gorgon started re-releasing their, like, old back catalog. They did a few of them, at least, anyway. And, uh, a is uh, one of them. Right on. I right okay. they did, uh... They did, what faces of death and then they did a death spot and I think they might have did like at least one more that I remember before they kind of I think maybe stopped. Okay. So if you want a VHS for a decent price, you can get it new. Yeah. Alright. Um, all right. Um anything else you wanna add, man? I mean Really not much, dude. I think we pretty much touched on everything. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, we're uh we're just kinda drinking around here. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a party atmosphere here, man. Uh, we had a dude for a minute dressed up like the homeboy from uh Walking Dead, just staring at us. Yeah. Seen that. I decided to ignore that guy. Yeah. Me too. Uh, like, I I honestly feel like he was sitting there like thinking like, oh, they're gonna talk to me and be like, hey, what is what are you up to? Yeah, I was just like, No, we're not No, we that. don't do that. We don't do that. No, that's not us. Uh, <laughs> but uh we're not into the Walking Dead. I don't give a fuck about you I could care less But my girlfriend loves it So I'm not gonna I have not watched that show Since season two I haven't watched it Since like the fourth episode So there's that But she uh, Actually recently Just went to her girlfriend's house And caught up on it She loves it I love her. It works out. <laughs> so, see, my whole thing with it, when it came out, I was still actually reading the comic. Uh, gotcha. So I'm like, let's see what the fuck goes out with this. Right. And it annoyed me that they did shit out of order, shit that should have happened like fairly quick didn't happen until season two, and then it annoyed me that I realized the whole fucking show is nothing but a soap opera with zombies. Yeah. So I, was, I dipped out real quick. Yeah, so did I. I couldn't fucking do it. Yeah. You have to admit, though, the first couple episodes were pretty cool. Yeah, like, like when it first... Shit started off, like, Nick Tarot was doing all the fucking effects. Like, it was gold. It was yeah. really good. But I just hate what it became. Yeah, me too. It's it's one of those things where it's ruined by the fucking fans. It's ruined that they, they weren't, like... They want to live up to what the fans expect, so they're not going to kill certain characters off. True story. That's why I liked it before it became popular, and uh, just, you know, reflecting back, worst horror hound I've ever been to. Oh, that was fucking atrocious. Yeah, was pretty that fucking it. horror hound when uh, all they did was all the Walking Dead people, that was when horror hound went fucking downhill. Yeah. That was, that was when they moved it from Columbus to Cincinnati. For like more space Yeah And it was just shit Yeah We had to wait like An hour to get Like food And shit yeah. Remember that But that And then the convention center Was like on the other side Of the road too Yeah that was. I still keep going I actually. still skipped the Cincinnati ones Yeah Indianapolis ones are still good Which we're gonna find out uh, In August We're going to the indie one We're gonna do a split episode With 40 ounces of horror And they just moved the hotel it's at. They said they they need to go to a bigger hotel, which is going to be straight in like downtown Indy. So we're gonna you're gonna have to pay for parking. Shit's gonna be a little bit more expensive, but we're gonna see if it's fucking worth it. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked. That's gonna be like groundbreaking for me. Well, that was the fucking the hotel that the indie one was in was like the, the fucking best place for dimension outside of the fucking wasteland that Holiday and that they do it at that was the best fucking place for a convention so we'll see what the new one does it's supposed to be it's supposed to be bigger whatever more space yeah hopefully alright fucking uh We'll check it out. Get drunk with James and the 40-ounce screw again, see if we can break onto the roof again. <laughs> yeah. Let's bring tools this time. I had tools on... Well, I, got, I had, like, a screwdriver on my keys, and I think it had a pocket knife. Yeah. <laughs> All we did was, like, crash parties and then break onto the roof. Yeah. And then, like... Six months later, like, I ended up on one of their episodes, and they're like, oh, shit, that was you? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think that's fucking it, man. Yeah, that's it, man. I think we're going to call this a show. We're going to get back to drinking. Yeah. So, thanks for listening, and uh, we're uh, we're at Motor City Nightmares, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. See you guys. Later. I'm man.